Have you ever looked at something you made, something you put your heart and soul into? What's usually your first reaction when you look at the end product? Do you pat yourself on the back for a job well done? Maybe you just think, wow, I'm glad that's over. For Mincy Lowe, who's had a hand at crafting Grab's super app, a different thought crosses her mind. How often do you use the Grab app and go like, oh, I, I, I made that. Like, <laughs> Uh, usually it's like, oh, I made this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very <But> different <laughs> perspectives. <laughs> As the product lead for consumer experience at Grab, Mincy is in charge of making sure that every user has a seamless experience with the app. And when your app is used by millions of people across Asia, that's a role that involves continuously scrutinizing your product and figuring out ways to improve on it. It's also one that entails getting a lot of feedback. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, feedback is the breakfast of champions, and I get uh, feedback uh, every day. But I mean, I I have to I use the app daily. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I am my own. You know, we have to be our own greatest users and close to what we experience. But unlike most people who you'd find working at a tech company, especially someone so close to the product, Mincy comes from a non-tech background. And as anyone who's worked in tech would know, it's not exactly the easiest field to break into. From Tech in Asia and Grab, this is How She Made It, a podcast that tells the stories of the innovative women behind one of Southeast Asia's biggest tech startups. My name's Nat, and this is episode one, the story of how Mincy Lowe made it as a non-tech person entering the tech scene. So tell me about your story, your career story, because... You didn't exactly start in the tech space right after graduation. Yeah, so I didn't start off in tech, but I actually started off in product. And so I've been doing product for about nine years now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, most PMs transition over from engineering to product or like data to product. Um, I was born and bred. Mincy graduated from Singapore Management University, having obtained a double degree in business management and social sciences. When it came time to join the working world, she had a lot of options, but not a lot of direction. So at the time, you know, I hadn't decided what I wanted. Mm. And I think you sort of know what you don't want, but you don't know what you really want. And so I interviewed at a lot of different places, you know, from CGs to governments to consultancies, the usual, right? But eventually I decided to narrow my focus to MBA programs mm -hmm. because knowing that I didn't really know what I wanted, uh, I wanted to get that diversity of experience across the different functions. MMA programs are the ones that give you that. So you rotate around for a few years, you get to try different things, and yeah, that really excited me. Mincy eventually decided to join MasterCard as a management associate for global products and solutions. That was where she found her start working in product. Right when I joined, I got assigned to the products and solutions team. Okay, <laughs> so, so you know, right off the a, bat. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a, a, a lucky thing, I guess. And so in, over the next three, four years, I got a taste of product development mm -hmm. and then marketing and delivery. So really end-to-end -end full product lifecycle. Right. right. So I was working on things like building a credit platform for high net worth individuals, going around launching priceless cities, or like wallets and virtual tokenization technologies. Um, so that was really interesting for me on sort of my uh, you know, first foray into product and tech. But after a few years at MasterCard, Mincy found herself feeling constrained by the role definition that comes with working at a large corporation. So, you know, after about four or five years in the Fortune 500, you wanted a change in pace. In the last role before I left, I was working on an integrations role where I was very close to the end user. And so I knew the product maybe better than, you know, the product managers themselves. 
but I couldn't effect any changes, right? Because mm. I wasn't in a position to. And so that really made me want to go closer to the heart of product and create greater impact there. And so Mincy left her cushy gig at MasterCard in search for a role at a startup, a smaller company where she wouldn't be just another cog in a machine, but instead be part of a movement. And she saw that opportunity at Grab. What excited me was, I think, the chance to make change across Southeast Asia, economic empowerment, and I was already also blown away by the talent they had already acquired. Uh, I think when I first joined the team, it was a very small product team with a lot of Ivy Leagues <laughs> and, uh, you know, just really good expertise all around. And when you hire young, hungry people, uh, you have a social mission, a difficult problem to solve, you know, you go a long way, right? And you create magic. And I think I wanted to be part of that magic. Right, right. So you straight up, like you saw Grab as a prospect and you reached out to the hiring manager. Mm. How did that conversation go? Um, do you remember how that conversation went? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, uh, so actually, they wanted to hire me for a fintech role because of my experience. Of course. Uh, I don't remember uh, saying that, oh, you know, sure, but maybe if I could try something else okay, <laughs> that's okay. not you know, exactly wallets. Um, and so I kept politely declining the wallets role. And is I is think there a reason why you didn't want the wallets role? Because it, like at the startup, like you could still affect that change while you know having that experience to back your decisions. Yeah. Was that no longer exciting for you, the fintech space? Well, I have been in financial services for about four or five. 0.5 years by now and yeah. I just wanted to try something different right, yeah. right. You, know, you wanted to add to your repertoire to try mm. a different portfolio and I'm really glad that I made that change because then in consumer experience I really found my calling and so began Mincy's stint as a product manager at Grab and although that did get her closer to the heart of product as she wanted to she started to realize that it was a much more difficult job to do. The pace was completely different. I mean, you work hard in both places, right? But here mm. it just felt harder. <laughs> <laughs> because there's so much to do at a startup and, you know, there's so many different problems to solve. And mm. so I remember, like, you know, the first two years were like those long nights where we would stay in office too really late, about 10 or 11. Or, you know, on the days that we went out for drinks, we would talk about work <laughs> until much later. But I also really enjoyed the work that they were doing, right? For the first time, I was working with mobile interfaces, a lot of UX design work, mm. and a lot of math behind it as well. Like when we ran experiments, you know, there was a lot of iteration, but also rigor into the analysis of what would and wouldn't work. Mm. And so that whole area attracted me. Um, and I thought, yeah, you know, why not uh, make a, why not stay here and see what else I can do? And there was so so much to be fixed. And if you saw our app in like 2016, it was <laughs> like, I, I, can I say it's an embarrassment? <laughs> but but yeah, you know, and there was a, there was a lot to change, and it was exciting because we were always looking. Back then, we had Uber, you know, and we were always looking at what our competitors were doing, mm. and then trying to up the game with every release. And so I really enjoyed that competition. Over the years, Mincy continued working with the consumer experience team and improving the Grab app to turn it into what it is today. You can thank Mincy and her wider product team for introducing features like pick-up point selection, arrival times, and price comparisons, which have become a given in the version of the app we all use today. When Uber left the Southeast Asian market and Grab pivoted from a ride-hailing app to a super app, she also played a part in deciding how the new interface would look like. However, that job came with its own set of challenges. Right. So obviously, like you've picked up some tech skills along the way. You've uh, while working at Grab for by then, like three and a half years uh, working at MasterCard as well. But uh, were there challenges that you faced having a non-tech background 
like your education wasn't in tech or computer sciences. It was more focused on business um, and social sciences and marketing. Like, was there a little bit of a challenge in being the lead PM essentially? So there were challenges in the beginning. Mm. Right. And have, honestly, after a decade of working, you know, you've gone through everything from like gender discrimination to imposter syndrome mm. to um, burnout. But in the beginning, when I first started, of course, it was a steep learning curve, right? I never had any experience with coding or design. And I joined a team straight that had like three PhDs in geospatial. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and so it was a true baptism by fire. Was it daunting to? To see like your coworkers being like PhD. Super. And then it was like, oh, you know, what value do I bring here? Right. <laughs> right? Like, well, of course, they also felt like, you know, why would I listen to a PM who has like zero experience uh, in this field when I have, you know, been literally been doing this for years. But instead of taking it to heart, Mincy decided to bridge the gap between herself and her more tech-skilled peers. There was a noticeable gap that I needed to ramp up on immediately. But I think this gap and the willingness to fill the gap, it actually propelled me to learn, right? To mm. roll up my sleeves, get my hands dirty. And so that, in a way, was leverage. So just wanting to be able to speak the same language as my peers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and provide value to the team. Right. And in the end, you realize that you can't out engineer an engineer, you can't out design a designer. And so if I'm trying to do it, then I'm doing my job wrong. And so not trying to solve their problems, but actually focusing on what I was supposed to do, actually allowed me to build trust in a very different way, which, you know, uh, which really set the stage for what I needed to do later. Eventually, Mincy took on the role of product lead for consumer experience. So that uh, leading up until like late last year, mm -hmm. well, mid to late last year, uh, you became the product lead for consumer experience. Yeah. Um, how do you feel in this role? Like, what what actually <laughs> is the difference? <laughs> That's a very good answer. <laughs> Don't this the edit. <laughs> Sorry, Mincy, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> What's the difference between product lead and the uh, product manager? Oh, so as a product lead, you basically uh, lead a team of product managers towards the same goals and outcomes. Right. Uh, yeah. And so instead of being an individual contributor, I enable a team of PMs to make that happen. Right, right. So no longer just one product function, but like the entire consumer experience. That's correct. Uh, with each PM handling several different facets of the experience, right? That's correct, yeah. In the new role, Mincy even found a way to turn her non-tech background into more of a boon than a burden. One of my managers and mentors actually told me, don't focus on plugging your flaws, focus on enhancing your superpowers. Because at the end of the day, that's the value that you bring to the table mm. that only you can bring. And that really resonated. And my superpower was consumer psychology, right? It's what I started in school. So you had all these great people who knew how to write the cleanest code or build the most efficient systems. But someone had to marry that to what the business and the users wanted. Like, how do you work on the right problems and, and what do you build? Um, and that was where I came in. Right, right. Yeah. So did that eventually help you gain the confidence of your peers, of your uh, of the PMs who are working with you? Like, was there this one moment where you realize, oh, like, actually, they don't see me as an outsider anymore? Yeah, I think once you unlock the value of, again, what you bring to the table, right? And, and Your superpower, value, right? Yeah, it's an, <laughs> it sounds cheesy, I know. But, but that value is in, you know, um, understanding what's best for the users as well as what works for the business. Mm. And, you know, what are the skills and expertise in you have in your team? What can you build to deliver towards that? And that's the role where, you know, I married the values of the different uh, functionalities. And so I think they started coming to me for advice mm. on, hey, you know, what do we do next? They started opening up to discuss with me. And I was like, oh, I know that was the moment for me. Oh, I, I think I'm doing something right. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But 
Especially because things move so fast in the tech scene, Mincy knows that she's still got a ways to go and that that's not necessarily a bad thing. So this is how my coach puts it. <laughs> there is a unknown incompetence and then there is known incompetence and then there is known incompetence. And when, but when you're in that middle and when you're in that known incompetence period, it's always tough and you always struggle. But that's where growth comes, right? Yeah. Um, and that's where when you, you know, focus on upskilling, when you focus on training, educating yourself, that's where you make the leap. And so I would say if you don't have enough of those uncomfortable moments in your career, you're actually probably not growing as much as you should be. Yeah, so, so now I learn to recognize when I'm in those periods, tell myself that, oh, you know, this too shall pass. <laughs> and then work with, uh, surround myself with the expertise or the uh, knowledge that I need to overcome it. From not knowing what she wanted to do for a living after finishing university, Mincy's come a long way, having spent just a little over four years as a product manager at Grab. And though she says she's found her calling in consumer experience, Mincy's keeping her options for the future open. Honestly, 2020 has taught me not to plan anything. <laughs> Preach. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, honestly, if you ask me if I had like a five-year plan, I don't, right? right. Uh, I the type who sort of just maximizes where I am mm. currently. But at the same time, I keep a tap on trends, on doors and opportunities. And my career has sort of organically evolved just as those come to me. Right. Yeah. And I do think that, you know, I'm happy where I am. Uh, I also think Singapore is going to be a very exciting tech space to come. You have mm -hmm. many companies setting up their headquarters here. And I'm excited to see how that elevates the tech scene and the talent in general. Right. I think I'll, I'll love to stay in consumer tech. I think it's my calling. But I'm also excited and curious of, by deep tech and IoT and how to marry those with consumer applications and bring them to everyday use case. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I think no matter where I am, I will be in a position that is sort of uh, building those products and delivering them to mass users. How She Made It is a podcast by Tech in Asia, produced in partnership with Grab. Special shout out to Mincy Lowe for sharing her story. You can find her LinkedIn profile in the show notes down below. This is the first of three episodes of How She Made It. Stay tuned for more stories on innovative women. You can find out more about Grab at grab.com or visit grab.careers to see if maybe there's an open position that you'd like to fill and be part of its mission to drive Southeast Asia forward together. Don't forget to follow How She Made It so you can catch the next episodes, all coming out this week. And we'd also really appreciate it if you could drop us five stars and a nice review if you're on a podcast app that can do that. That's it for this episode. To all our female listeners out there, happy International Women's Day from the Tech in Asia and Grab teams. My name's Nat. I'll catch you on the next episode.